Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Well, hello, everybody. This is Pam Dunn with 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. And I'm very happy to be talking with my friend and fellow colleague. We are both coaches. She is a coach, Susie Walton. I'm going to say her name first, Susie Walton. She is a coach and certified course leader for Your Infinite Life, but she also has her own company called Indigo Village, which offers numerous services for parenting, as well as her own podcast with Kirsten Jones that is titled Raising Athletes. So welcome, Susie. And may I also say happy birthday. Thank you, Pam. You know me, I love my birthday. Talking about, you know, we're going to be talking about change today. Every year. (laughs) That's right. Every year you have a new birthday. So, (laughs) so yes. So the topic today is the wisdom of, you know, that change is constant. And, and I'd love for you to start us off, which you kind of already did, but maybe go more in depth about the wisdom that you've learned from knowing this, that changes something we always have to manage and deal with. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, I love change and I also don't love change at times, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it comes sometimes I'm like, what, why is this happening? Right. And you're, cause in those moments, I forget, I think a lot of us forget that change is constant. It's mm-hmm. just as a human being, we're always, there's, we can always depend on one thing and that thing is change. And the wisdom I've gained from my 71 years now of <laughs> change and being part of change is that, well, as my mom, I'm so, for you that don't know me, there's 10 kids in my family. I'm number five out of 10. And my mom and dad were amazing parents. So courageous to have so many of us. But one thing my mom's always said as we were being raised when we had kids and we would call her like worried or scared about our child or whatever, she'd always use these words, this too shall pass. And I feel like my mom was brilliant at modeling that to us. She had a lot, a lot of things happened in her life, like my sister passing away and then my granny passing away, my dad passing away all nine years. And to watch this woman go through it and watching her, you know, be just so sad about it and so sad and choosing not to stay stuck in her sadness, like staying there long enough to grieve Mm -hmm. and then moving on. And just that modeling to us was, I mean, I, you don't know that in the moment it's happening, but looking back, I learned so much about that. And, and that, with, you know, which brings on resilience when we can actually feel it, go through it and then move forward. And that's the part that I feel like I've had a lot of experience myself in different situations in my life, whether it's kids being sick or a divorce or, you know, people moving out of your life, out of your town, whatever it might be constantly that change but the wisdom behind it I've gotten is like it's okay like we always get mm-hmm. through it we're always at choice to do something with it whether it gets stuck or not stuck and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't want to ever choose to be stuck and I think my mom provided a great role model what 
what to do rather than choose to be stuck. You know, it's so great when you were saying that, you know, her phrase was this too shall pass, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that phrase. The thing that I can see is that if she didn't model it, saying it could actually risk feeling dismissive, right? But because she modeled it, you had a knowing that when she said it, she was talking about moving through it, not just, you know, grinning and bearing it, right? Right. Yes. hundred percent is feeling all the feelings through the way mm -hmm. and choosing not to give up. Ah, that's great. The whole Choosing time. not to give up. She came close it's, to it a couple of times. My sister passed away, but she mm -hmm. chose not to, and she kept moving forward. Yeah, yeah, that that is excellent modeling, and that you know that change is an opportunity for resilience was something else you said, and I'd love for you to maybe elaborate on that a little bit as it relates to sports you know i know you raised for athletes but what if we have kids that are not necessarily athletes but they're into sports you know <laughs> does that make them an athlete by the way am i being dismissive they're athletes <laughs> okay <laughs> they're athletes you know it's those people those kids on the bench you know uh, kids, you know you're only as weak as your weakest link and some, sometimes people think being on the bench might be a sign of the weakest link, but it's not because they're as just as important as the starter, right? There's a beautiful example that um, my, one of my kids went to University of Arizona and there was this guy, Jason, that was on, he was on the team the whole time my son was there, rarely played, but loved being on the team. And he was a great, you know, he showed up a hundred percent, right? And he modeled the total team player, you know, and then he went to law school and now he works at one of the top notches, um, you know, firms for athletes to, for their contracts and all that. And he actually, now my son is one of his clients, right? Full circle. But the guy was just a beautiful example of just knowing the strength of, you know, being on that. So I think as, and that's where resilience comes from. Resilience in sports comes so much by, you know, that whole thing. It's not how many times you fall down, but how many times you get up, back up. Like mm -hmm. that's the beauty, one of the beauties in sports. And I, you know, if as parents, we don't allow our kids to go through those moments, because there was even one time when one of my sons was 12 or 13 and he wasn't starting on his AAU team and he should have been, but he wasn't for reasons. And he was so mad. And his dad said to him, listen, take this as a learning episode right now, an experience where the majority of people playing sports will not always be starters. At some point, there's only a finite amount of people who will be starters. So learn how to come off the bench so that when you get older and you choose to play in college or high school, whatever, that you can embrace that situation when you're coming off the bench and being ready 100%. Because that is mm -hmm. in itself an important part of sports or important part of being a team, being ready, regardless if you're a starter or not. And it was such a great thing to tell him. And sure enough, he went off to Princeton and he didn't start a lot of the time. He did towards the end of the season, but I mean, as he got older, but boy, he was a great coming off the bench guy too. But I, you know, it's, it, that's that whole part of allowing our kids to have the experiences. And that's why I love having this podcast for parents of, um, you know, student athletes where 
they get to hear from other stories of other people and then um, from me and my, myself and my colleague talking about the importance of the all-encompassing athlete, not just the one who's the starter or the star. Like what are all the other things they're learning? I mean, I would get stuck in that sometimes, you know, thinking mm. my, one of my kids should start or why aren't they playing enough minutes or why did you take them out right now? And would forget in those moments, wow, he gets to learn to go out, you know, get probably yelled at by the coach, reset and go back and play, like never giving up, like always going for it, regardless of starting or not starting. And, you know, that's, so that's the big picture. And that's, you know, in our podcast, Raising Athletes, we, we really do our best to bring that out for parents to look at the whole picture and remember the whole picture in the moments where it doesn't look like it's going the right way for your son or daughter. It's so, so true because you're talking about sports and I can think about, you know, raising children as parents, you know, like that concept being really important and in, in our careers, that's a concept that is really important that you work with the challenge rather than against it. Yeah. Or, you know, often what we do is against the person who has presented what, you know, the challenge is. So so it's such an important concept in gaining wisdom from change as opposed to fighting change. Wow, that's a good one, Pam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever won the fight. I right. feel like change always wins. So <laughs> it's true. Embrace it, you know, and, and not think about why, but what's next. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, even if it's a change that, you know, you weren't in charge of or the change is happening, like not under your control, because I think that happens a lot throughout life that you still, you know, working with it rather than against it is so important. I remember when I was divorced and I went back to court at one point in time and I was an at-home mom embrace that it was one of my favorite things being an at-home mom um and then the judge told me i had to go get a job outside the home and i look at him i'm like sir i have a job i'm raising these four boys they're becoming teenagers their dad is gone a lot he said no you need to get a job outside the home and i was so mad at him like how dare he how you know i was just like furious but i didn't get stuck in it so through some venues Someone talked about becoming a parent instructor, which I thought was insane for me because I was like, maybe an instructor. I have four wild kids, like <laughs> about teaching parenting, right? But you know, and I remember like five or six years later, I was saying to one of my sons, like, maybe I shouldn't have gotten divorced, you know, maybe I should have just hung in there and blah, blah, blah. He's like, Mom, do you know how many families you've touched as a result of getting divorced from our dad? You never would have done that if you stayed married. So stop and don't ever say that again. Wow. What you're doing is perfect. And I'm wow. like, and he was 17 years old telling me this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're right. And look at me 30 some years later. I'm, I can't imagine my life without this job of mine, running parenting seminars and doing parent coaching and having my Indigo village. I mean, I can't even imagine life any better. And I, and I would have never gotten that if that judge had told me to go get a job. <laughs> home. So, you know, I embraced the change and been running with it ever since. And it's been amazing, amazing. Honestly, it's such a beautiful example because, you know, even though you, you were mad and furious and wanted to fight with him and against him and against the, you know, the, the request, 
you found because you finally, you know, I'm sure you had to go through your feelings, but because you finally decided to work with it, you found a way to make it work for you that worked for you. Mm -hmm. And for so many of us, Susie, I happen to be one of those people too. So, you know, I, I too, I'm grateful, you know, and (laughs) actually, and what I want to say is, I I don't think that it's about needing to be grateful to the the change agent, <laughs> but grateful to yourself for moving through resiliently through the change. Yeah, you That's, know what I did because I bought this new outfit for this court hearing that made me look really mm-hmm. like I should be at home, mom. And, oh, that's not how I want to stay. Like you know, like I don't know, just a really like nice little dress, and I thought I looked really proper. So when I got home, I took the dress and threw it in the trash, even though <laughs> like that didn't work. <laughs> he saw right yeah. through it. <laughs> That's amazing. Onward to my next thing, trying to find a job outside of the home that wasn't nine to five and I didn't have a boss and boom, parent education. So yeah. crazy how stuff like that works. It is. It a woman is. a few years ago that knows him and I asked her, please mm. tell him, thank you. He probably doesn't remember any of it, but just tell him, thank you. Thank you for that gift, you know, because I just wanted him to be acknowledged because I was not that happy. That's very sweet. (laughs) That's very sweet. Well, thank you so much. This was so good. And I think that, you know, if any of us, when we're experiencing a change that doesn't feel like it's a change that we asked for or wanted or have any control over, that just to remember, reflect on this moment that, you know, we've all had that. And the most important thing is to move through it and then work with the challenge or the change rather than against it. And, and be present, as you had said earlier, be present rather than locked in on the results. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you can be mad about the results not happening, but don't be locked in on them. Do not be locked in on it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as we wrap up, Susie, please let everybody know where they can find you. They can find me at my website, indigovillage.com. And then also the podcast hashtag raising athletes. Yeah. And, you know, connect if you have any questions or about anything about change, sports, (laughs) athletes, people. Thank you so much, Susie. Thank you, Pam. You know, I love doing this with you. So I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.